Manx Radio Sport. A very good evening. Welcome once again to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard with you until 6.30pm with a look ahead to the sporting action taking place on the Isle of Man this weekend. Coming up tonight... The GH Call at Woods Cup gets underway on Saturday alongside regular league fixtures in another packed schedule in Manx football. In rugby, Douglas welcomed the regional two Northwest league leaders to Manx Shores. Vagabonds ladies are on their travels in their latest women's NC1 Northwest outing. And the second round of fixtures await domestically in the new look Ravenscroft Manx Trophy. And in hockey, a series of intra-club derbies are on the cards as the second week of the men's and ladies season's best. That is all to come this evening. Turning straight away to football then, and as I just mentioned, the GH Call at Woods Cup first round beckons this Saturday alongside the regular league fixtures, bringing another cup competition to life for the newest season. And uh, Tony Meppham joins us in the studio as ever. So, Tony, good evening and uh, good to see another cup competition getting started. Well, it is. And uh, when these sort of competitions start, the Woods Cup, uh, you start thinking, crikey, we're coming up to Easter because uh, this final's uh, down for Good Friday. The FA Cup final's down for Easter Saturday. Uh, so it creeps up on us uh, uh, very, very quickly. I think it's the first week of uh, April when the finals are on. Uh, but uh, certainly the GH Call at Woods Cup. It's a massive competition for uh, the DPS uh, Division 2 teams because it's the one where they're all mixed together. There's no premiership sides in there like the Hospital Cup and the FA Cup. And certainly the clubs uh, who are in out tomorrow, the six teams, will be looking to see if they can get a uh, good result and go into the quarterfinal draws. Tomorrow night we're going to do the draw. Well, let's dive straight into the fixtures then. As Tony just mentioned, three fixtures in the first round, all kicking off at quarter past one on Saturday, starting off with uh, Douglas and District, and they'll be hosting St Mary's. Yeah, ask the question why one fifteen. It's purely for extra time and possibly penalties, Rob, because uh, no floodlights on any of these pitches. But uh, D&D against St Mary's, I know you'll be looking at it and thinking, well, D&D, good result against Union Mills, who were third in the league. Uh, can they do it again against the high-flying St Mary's? D&D's pitch will sort of help them I think a little bit but uh, certainly against St Mary's if they've got the full strength team out there then I think uh, they'll prove too strong but let's take nothing away from Douglas and District and Dave Matheson he must be still buzzing over that one that was a cracking result against Union Mills but against St Mary's I think it's going to be tough and that's why St Mary's to win and then a clash down south as well where Colby will host Castletown. Yeah, been a lot of banter on this one there because I've been working down south this week and um, we'll bring you more stories tomorrow night when the results uh, come in. Uh, but uh, certainly uh, Colby will be uh, looking to see if they can uh, turn Castletown over. When you look at the league, um, there's a little bit of a distance between the two of them and um, trying to find out Castletown's forward line today and it wasn't coming forward very uh, fullful. So uh, I think uh, they've near enough got the full-strength team out there. So when you look at up front, you've got people like Danny Lane, you've also got Nathan Cardi and others, then I think uh, they could prove too strong for uh, Colby. But I know that Jordan... Uh, certainly has been in good form Jordan Edge and uh, certainly Charlie Omar if he plays at the back he's a little bit older uh, but he's wiser he's a good defender and uh, if he's in there then that might just tighten things up but you have to go for the league I think position and look at this one because they're both Division 2 and I'm going to go for Castan to win and the final fixture in the first round of the Woods Cup tomorrow is up north and it's Michael United and they'll be hosting <laughs> Douglas Athletic. Yeah, and when you look at the league table, you know, Michael right up there, top two, top three. That's where Douglas Athletic are just um, ahead of uh, Governors Athletic at the bottom. And Douglas Athletic have struggled this season a little bit. They've only got eight points on the board. And I just uh, think against uh, Michael. Michael, 
know that uh, to get promoted it's going to be tough there's a lot of good teams around them um, but if they could get a good run in this GH Collet Woods Cup then the trophy cabinet could have a piece of silverware in there on Good Friday but there's still a lot of fixtures to be played yet but I'm going to go for Michael to win very well. Well, that's the Woods Cup. There are the regular series of league fixtures taking place as well on Saturday, all kicking off at 2 o'clock. We'll start in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. Six games, and first up here, we've got Douglas Royal, and they'll be at home against an informed Russian United. Yeah, they are, and the weather's looking good. And uh, Russian, uh, even though uh, they've got one or two sort of players, I think, uh, coming back, Mikey Williams, I noticed, was on the uh, team sheet last week. But uh, they're going well. Uh, they're not scoring too many goals, but the important thing for them, they're getting three points on the board. And against Douglas Royal, right good battle. I know they won't be happy with uh, sort of letting that big lead against St John's disappearing. Um, so Michael Fitzmaurice knows that he's got to try and tighten things up. But whenever you speak to anyone, the opposition who play against Douglas Royal, they always say what a good side they could be when the players develop because they're very young. And when you look at uh, four or five of them have been involved in FC Alabama, it knows that uh, sort of in-depth They've got some really good uh, players in there. They picked up a red card last week, so that's going to cost them. Uh, but uh, Mike, uh, Michael Fitzmaurice will be happy with this one, but I think Russian will win. The next up looks like an intriguing tie. Union Mills, who were uh, high-flying for a long time, maybe just hit a bit of a sticky patch. They're going to be at home to the league leaders, Peel. Yeah, they have, and uh, you wouldn't want sort of uh, it to all sort of go a little bit pear-shaped for Union Mills because they've been fantastic. These things happen. And against Peel, you don't really want to meet them when you're on a, a bad run. But it is up at Union Mills. They've done it before, competed with uh, the top sides. Uh, no Peel. Uh, the team is uh, looking uh, pretty strong. Change of goalkeeper. I think Tate comes back in instead of uh, Dawson. So uh, there's a change there. Midfield, I think uh, Scott Horn's fit, which is good because he's been struggling with this ankle injury. So he'll uh, come in. Taylor Andrews will play in there. And I think um, you're looking at people in that midfield like uh, Woodsy and everyone else to sort of, you know, keep it nice and tight. And I think uh, Peel will go on and win. And then up to the north of the island, this could be quite an intriguing one, Air United hosting St George's. Well, it is. And look at uh, St George's result last week. You know, terrific, uh, scored plenty of goals. And uh, when you look at Kieran McNulty, Chris Bass up there up front, you've got uh, Sean Quayers coming at the back alongside probably Johnny Myers. Then it really does look good. But Air battled really well last week against Peel and um, Take nothing away from him. Nick Hurt uh, was pulling the strings in that midfield and it was looking pretty solid. I thought uh, Jamie Callister at the back looked really good as well. Dan Kelly, who pulled off one or two really good saves in that number one position. You know, well done to Air United. Good battle. I'm going to go for a draw. And then uh, also in the north of the island, uh, Ramsey, they'll be hosting Laxey. Yeah, Laxey played really well last week. I've spoke to a few of the boys from uh, Corinthians, nil-nil. Um, but uh, Brody Patience was there chipping away. You've also got uh, Tom Smith who's in there. You've got other players who really are stepping up. Tom Cowan, as well with Ramsey, they're another team. A bit like Union Mills, hit a bit of a blip, conceding plenty of goals. And uh, Anthony Cooper needs to correct that one. Laxey to win. Speaking of Corinthians, they're at home this weekend at Bala Fletcher and they'll be welcoming uh, Douglas High School Old Boys. Yeah, always been a bit of a bogey side, old boys, up at Bala Fletcher. I haven't seen uh, team news for uh, Corinthians this week, but uh, certainly last week they kept a clean sheet, uh, but they couldn't score goals. And uh, Jay Chatwood, new dad, so uh, hopefully he's been training this week and he can be uh, included. Sean Doyle, I think, will continue his recovery because he'll be in the squad and uh, one or two other players might be available as well. I just think old boys, Robbie Ward and Colin Purvis, who sort of run the team together, 
know it's going to be a tough old fixture for them, but there's a lot of good players in there battling hard. Corinthians to win. Rounding off the Premier League this weekend, Onken at home to Morown. Yeah, you look at the league table, Morown are bottom and uh, Onken uh, are just above them in their 10th place, but uh, not much points difference. And I'm going to go for Morown just to win it. I think uh, David Bruce's team, I watched them recently in the, the cup game against uh, Bradden, I think it was, and they played uh, really well. So I've got to just uh, edge it towards them. I know with Onken, they've lost Tom Creer again. He's back with FC Isle of Man. Uh, so that'll be a, a massive uh, sort of difficulty for them to fill that uh, role up front. But they've still got people like Barry English and uh, Paul Whitley who can score goals. It's going to be on the day, Rob. That's why I'm going to go for Morown. Very well, that's the Premier League. Well, we've got a couple of minutes, so let's have a quick rattle through the other divisions. The game's taking place. We'll start with DPS Limited Division 2. Two games there tomorrow. Yeah, Braddon against uh, Foxdale. Uh, Braddon have had a really good uh, season. They've got a cup game coming up shortly. Uh, it'll be after the fourth because uh, Corinthians play uh, Ramsey at Ramsey in the prelim uh, round of the FA Cup. And then the winners of that play uh, Braddon. I uh, just think uh, Foxdale's uh, experienced team there might just be a little bit too physical for Bradner. I mean that in a nice way. They're a strong side, Foxdale, and I just think they might uh, take the points away from Bradner. And Jim's against Ramsey Centre, even though Jim's have sort of upped the ante a little bit, they've looked uh, all right over the last uh, couple of games. I just think they'll find it difficult against Ramsey Centre. Then we move on to the combination division, starting with Canada Life Combi 1. Five games there, busy schedule tomorrow. It is a busy schedule, and you wouldn't uh, sort of bet against uh, Russian. They're going well, still unbeaten, so I'm going to go for Russian to beat Royal. Uh, Peel against Union Mills, if there was a slip-up, then Peel are nicely poised to uh, slot in and uh, take that slot away from Russian, so we'll go for Peel. Uh, Laxey against uh, Ramsey, I'll just go for Ramsey to win it, even though Laxey have got one or two uh, sort of good young players who've now turned 16 come in there. All boys against Corinthians. I'll go for Corinthians to take victory. And uh, Moran against Onken. I'm going to go for Onken just to win it because I think uh, they might be just a little bit stronger than Moran. Very well. And then four games in DPS Limited Combi 2 as well. Yeah, Poros against uh, Douglasson District. Uh, you have to go for Poros to win that. St Mary's against Ramsey Youth Centre. This could be a potential uh, banana skin uh, here for St Mary's because Ramsey Youth Centre certainly have uh, done well. Uh, they're right up there at the top of the table. So I'm going to go for St Mary's just to win it. <laughs> and then uh, when you look at... Uh, Giving Fo us all that suspense there. <laughs> Foxdale against uh, Braddon. I'll go for Braddon to win. And uh, Malou against Michael, looking at the league tables. They don't lie. I'm going to go for Malou. Well, those are your fixtures for Saturday. And then we've got several fixtures on Sunday and two games in the women's football because it is the Canada Life Women's Floodlit Cup semi-finals. It is, and uh, what a draw that was. And uh, Corinthia... Corinthians against Duncan, uh, you would say that sort of Corinthians with the team that they've got, the performances that they've put in, good win against Peel recently, that uh, they'll take that victory. And Douglas Royal against Peel, it's always one of them with Douglas Royal. If they've got their best start in 11, they can compete with Peel because Peel aren't as strong as they were last year. Uh, but uh, there's no doubt about it that uh, if Royal have got one or two of their stars missing, it's going to be a difficult game for them. I'm going to put my head on the block. I'm going to go for Peel to win it. Corinthians to beat Onken. Peel and uh, uh, Corinthians final a week after. And last but certainly not least, 2pm kickoffs on Sunday. We have two games in the Masters football. Yeah, and two uh, big games as well because uh, Air United against Onken. Um, I know Colby dropped points uh, last week. Uh, you've also got uh, sort of Air United up there. And, uh, you know, it's a right uh, good battle with Peel as well because they uh, sort of upset Air United recently and won. Uh, so I'm going to go for Air to beat Onken. Saying that, I believe Kieran McNulty signed for Onken this week, but as the rules state, if you played uh, in the first team game, Premiership, 
uh, side, the previous one, you can't play in the next Masters game. So that might just count a few out. And uh, Peel against Laxey. I know Laxey have got a good, uh, strong team. So have Peel as well. Good to see Danny Lace back in uh, after that injury that he had last year. I'm going to go for Peel to take victory there. Well, Tony, thank you very much as ever. Have uh, an enjoyable day of Manx football tomorrow, and I'll be seeing you in the commentary booth for FC Alaman versus Vauxhall Motors at 6 o'clock tomorrow as well. OK, moving on to rugby, and Douglas are back at Portashee in the Regional 2 Northwest this weekend, but with a mammoth task ahead of them on Saturday afternoon when they face the league leaders. Vagabond's ladies are on their travels in the women's NC1 Northwest this time around, whilst it's the second week of the new Ravenscroft Manx Trophy competition domestically tomorrow. Dave Christian takes us through what's in store. Top of the list, I guess, is going to be Douglas versus Anselmians. That's a Portishee kickoff now confirmed at 1.15pm. Unfortunately for Douglas, the uh, prospects don't look exactly brilliant. Anselmians are top of the table. They've lost two games from 14 and are looking at it in a quite a strong position. They're top of the table, and they've got a game in hand as well with a five-point lead. So Anselmian's looking in quite a strong position. They've got the strongest attack in the league. They've scored more points than anybody else, and they've also got the meanest defence in the league. They've conceded less than everybody else. Douglas, not so good. They're in ninth place. They look to be safe. They're probably not going to be troubled too much by relegation although they do need to pick up some points that's something they've been struggling with they've played 15 games so they've played a game pretty much more than everybody else and uh, they haven't had any games as yet postponed played 15 won four they're struggling with uh, scoring points as well they've only got 286 on the board so far they're struggling a little bit with bonus points Douglas have got three losing bonus points which is quite a positive sign it means in the games that they have lost um, the margins aren't massive. That could easily have turned into three wins. Douglas' team looking good. Um, Rob Todd comes back in, the captain. He's going to drop in at hooker in between Simon Hodder and Owen Carvin. And uh, Dave Sherwin and Phil Kringle on the bench uh, are going to be riding cover. But only three players on the bench for Douglas this week. Sherwin and Kringle are both front row specialists. And uh, the third man there is uh, Bryn Snellgrove, who played just about anywhere in the back line. Other well, good news for Douglas, uh, Luke Highland fit. He's their main point scorer with his kicking. And uh, they've got uh, Kyle Martin in at fullback. Plenty of pace there. Aidan O'Shea's going to come in in the centres. And uh, a little switch, I think. Bradley Bomar. Oh, he's down on the team sheet this week as Brad Bomar. Brad Bomar is going to get his first start with the number 10 jersey. And, of course, they have options with Snellgrove off the bench. Luke Highland can cover at 10 as well, as can Jack Shimon. So uh, plenty of options there for Douglas. Douglas has got the strongest possible side out. If Anselmians come here not quite ready for it, they've got a sporting chance. But uh, I think on a sliding scale of eminently winnable to uh, real outsiders, you've got to take uh, at least on the, the stats. Douglas are real outsiders this week. However, you never discount them with that home advantage. Vagabond's ladies in women's NC North 1 West, uh, they're away this weekend at Eccles. They've got a great record against Eccles. They've uh, played them three times in the last uh, 13 years, uh, won all three. Eccles are below Vagabond's in the table, uh, but there's not that much in it. Uh, Vagas have played six and won two. Eccles have played seven and won two. So there's three points in between them. They're bonus points. Vagas have got five bonus points to Eccles two. So not quite as convincing there on the tail of the uh, stats, at least. Last week, Vagas suffered a big home defeat against Southport, but there were some little glimmers of hope in that game. Jess Swales went in for a try. 
try. That was well worked and well deserved. And towards the end of the match, Corinna Daly picked up a try. That again was well deserved and well worked. Corinna Daly likely to miss. And this week, uh, she's already missed uh, three or four matches with a broken finger. She's broke one on the other hand last week against Southport. So she's probably going to sit this one out. But uh, I think Vegas, if they can take a decent side out and the team's not been named yet, at least so far as I can see, um, they've got a sporting chance. Domestically, we have the new Sherman Wilson Manx Trophy. Two games on in that one. Uh, we've got uh, at Ramsey. The Ramsey's Reds will be playing Southern Nomads Greens and Eastern Barbarians. And uh, QE2 Peel, Western Vikings will be playing Castletown and Southern Nomads Whites. Difficult one to call in this new format. I'm going to take a look at it tomorrow. Barbarians may be a little bit stronger here because Vagabonds don't have a league match this weekend. So they may have a few players uh, to uh, boost the numbers. And I know for sure that Ramsey Reds are going to be uh, not short-handed, but uh, it's just as well that Blues don't have a game this week because there's only 18 fit and available players. At Western Vikings, Castletown and Southern Nomads White. Uh, word on the grapevine, at least this week, is that Southern Nomads might be in a similar position to Ramsey. Uh, so they may be struggling a little bit numbers-wise. Both games kick off at 2.15 tomorrow afternoon. Manx Radio Sport. And finally tonight, the second week beckons for the 2023 men's and ladies hockey seasons on Saturday. Among the ties, there are a series of intra-club derbies in store, whilst the ladies Premier League title holders begin their title defence tomorrow. I caught up as usual with Ben Cunningham this week to take a look at the fixtures to come this weekend. So the second week of the 2023 men's and ladies hockey season in Manx Hockey beckons this Saturday. Let's take a look at the fixtures, starting with the ladies Premier League. One game pushing back at the early a time of 5 past 11 at the NSC and that is Backers A against Vikings A. Yeah this will be a really big game I reckon uh, Backers A always give Vikings A a good challenge but then Vikings A reigning champions from last season and I'm sure they want to keep their champion status uh, this season. I think Vikings A though will probably get it on the day. And then we have a derby down in the south at Castle Russian High School at 3.35pm Castletown A versus Castletown B. Yeah, this this one could be interesting. I mean, both Castown A and Castown B made strong statements last week. I mean, Castown B did lose, but Castown A won. I think this one will be interesting. It could be close, but I think you have to say the A team, though, should be favourites on the day. Then we move on to the Men's Premier League. Three games there, starting with two of the early pushbacks at 12.35, starting over at QE2 in Peel. Valkyries A host Vikings A. Yeah, and Valkyries A will definitely be looking at Vikings A's result from last week. Complete shock uh, loss to Castletown A. I think Valkyries A will be looking at this going, we could maybe get something from Vikings A this weekend. I I think it'll be close. I I think this one might just come down to a single goal between the two of them. We'll see how it plans out. And then also 12.35 up north at Ramsey Grammar School at Castletown A and they take on Ramsey A. Yeah, Ramsey A will definitely be looking for a better result this week after their hammering last week against Backers A. But Castletown A, I think their tails will definitely be up from uh, last week getting that huge win over Vikings A. So I'm going to go for a Castletown A win there. At 5 past 2 at the NSC, it's another intra-club derby and it's Backers B and they're hosting defending champions back as a 
Yeah, another derby. This could go either way, but back as a last week, 13 goals. I think they'll definitely be on form to get more goals on the uh, score sheet this weekend. I think it'll be a back as a win there. Let's take a quick look through the other divisions then. Starting with Ladies Division 1, we have three games there this weekend. Yep, so in Ladies Div 1, we have Vikings B against Backers C, and that's at 2.05 at King Williams College. Ramsey A v Valkyries B, again at 2.05, Ramsey Grammar. And then at 3.35, Backers B against Harlequins A, and that's at King Williams College. And if you had to pick one out, which game stands out for you in Ladies Division 1 this weekend? I'm going to say there's two games that stand out. Ramsey A against Valkyries B, I think will be a close encounter. And I think Backers B against Harlequins A will be also a close encounter. Then we move on to Men's Division 1, and there's two games there this weekend. Yep, so the first game is at 12.35 at the NSC, and that's Harlequins B against Vikings C. And the second game is Vikings B against Harlequins A, and that's at 2.05 at QE2. And just touching on one of those teams there, Harlequins A made a, a big statement against their B team last weekend to start the season. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure they'll be all for it again this weekend to get another good win then we move on to ladies division two and there are three games in that division this weekend yep so the first game is another castletown derby and this is castletown d against castletown c and that's at 205 at castle russian high school second game at 335 is valkyrie c against harlequins b and that's at qe2 and then the final game in this league is at 3.35 again, and that's Vikings C against Ramsey B. And in Ladies Division 2 there, the two Castletown sides, Castletown D and Castletown C, made uh, quite strong statements themselves in the opening weekend, didn't they? Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how it plans out. I mean, as I, as I said last week, in the mixed division, we saw a D team beat their C team, so... It could be interesting to see how that one plans out. And then we have two games in men's Division 2 as well. Yep, so we have another Castletown derby again at 12.35, and this is Castletown B against Castletown C. And then another derby, we have Backers Colts against Backers C, and that's at 3.35 at the NSC. And last but certainly not least, we have three games in the Rossborough Mixed Under-15s League. Yep, so the first game is 11.05, and that's Ramsey Rogues and Rascals against Valkyres, and that's at QE2. Second game, 11.05 again, is Castletown Savers v Vikings, and that's at Castle Russian High School. And then the final game is Harlequins against Backers, and that's at King Williams College. Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this week. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday evening, whatever you're doing, and also have a wonderful weekend as well. Chris Kinley is with you next, so until next time, bye for now.